0: So, should we be in full panic mode and full sell mode here with the Twins? Or do you think beating up on the mediocre to bad teams is still enough on the horizon for them to, to hang around? Even yeah, no. though Cleveland and Houston have kind of shown them who's boss.
1: Right. I mean, but I think this season's still in play. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm even seeing, at first, I thought, Judd, we talked about this after the Houston series. I thought that the Twins had been just good enough that they invited the football crowd in, and the football crowd was pissed that they were trailing after the first quarter. <laughs> yep. And and then I was like, OK, well, that's fine. Now this, this Houston took care of business, uh, the football crowd's going to go away, the baseball crowd come back to his senses. I'm seeing my baseball people on Twitter well, giving up on this they, and saying, like, this is a ridiculous year to try to compete. Uh,
2: they got, I'm not buying. Them. They got drilled by Houston. And then, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they come back and and win something like seven of 10 after that? I don't know what but the, point, the point. is. This, the point is this. What we saw against Houston and what we saw when they put those four poor human beings out to start against Cleveland—that's them. But then tonight they're going to come back with Irv and tomorrow Barrios, and so they're this league between the pitching that they do have, Derek, and the state of the American League right now. This is going to be them. They're yeah. they're going to sniff around here. I mean, this is—I don't think we're looking at a team that when the year gets done, we are going to say. Yep, just like we thought, 100 losses.
1: Right, right. That's not. I, that's I don't out, of gonna the, happen. out of the question. But here, before anyone thinks I'm too full-blown optimistic for this, I'll tell you one thing. The Houston series showed you that your bullpen's not good enough and you need to fix it if you want to contend. It was like, bad game, the needle starts tipping towards really bad game, and then the bullpen came in and it was a disaster. Like, train wreck of epic proportions. All right, so fix your bullpen. We figured that one out already. They haven't quite done it yet, but we figured out that you need to. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland series did sort of the same thing for the starting staff. It told you, all right, you've got Santana, you've got Burrells, Santiago coming back, we'll see. Phil Hughes probably going to be a reliever when he gets back. But after that, the starting depth is questionable, would be a nice way to put it. So the Astro series showed you you need to fix your bullpen. The Indian series showed you that you need more starting pitching. I don't think that those showed you that you're non-contenders because I know that's that's two-thirds of the equation here. Yeah. We're talking with the pitching staff. But it's not like it's super far away and impossible to fix on the fly the rest of the season. I think that the Twins could patch those holes, and if they're capable of doing that, well, suddenly you are talking about a contending team. It's not like some afterthought and also ran like the Twins were last year.
0: Uh, one of the, the questions I've seen a few times just uh, you know, email social media See, this is why they should have drafted a pitcher number one overall. And I just want, because I, I know that is a notion that people are throwing out there. Uh, for one, they did draft two of the best high school pitchers in the world in the second and third rounds or third and fourth rounds. I, I had to go back and look. So they did draft high-end pitching, in the, but you can never rely on the draft to fix an immediate problem in baseball. Yeah. The fix for this pitching staff is going to either come Internally, with whether it's starters like Fernando Romero and Steven Gonsalves, who are great in Double A right now, maybe one of them surfaces at some point this season. Can you expect that that person who surfaces is the fix to the rotation? It's probably a little hopeful for this year. And um, you could probably make a couple tweaks to the bullpen via trade, but you're just going to have to sort of watch this pitching staff be crappy after Jose Barrios. It's a bad answer, but... You're not going to be able to put enough band-aids and super glue and and white out on this problem this season to have a top end bullpen that you trust against the best teams in the American League. You can still get to the playoffs, maybe, with the flaws that we're talking about, mm-hmm. but you're probably not going to win three playoff series even if your offense is good and no. the two top starting pitchers are good. No, well, the point the place where I'm coming
1: from isn't go from Mediocre American League team to World Series contender. I don't think that's possible. The Twins are just too far gone from that, too far removed from being that team. But I don't think it's unrealistic to say go from, like, decent American League team to, all right, hey, you're messing around with the playoff spot. You are probably a wild card team. And the Twins are a fix or two or three away from that. But I've grown tired of the notion that I've seen a lot on Twitter, on Facebook. Well, told you this season was going to be worthless. Told you. Told you they were playing over their heads. I know they were playing over their heads. But now that they have those wins... And they don't have to apologize for those wins. They don't have to give any of them back. I say go ahead and fix it on the fly, and then you are a postseason team.
2: And there are three prime examples of who this team is going to be. First, homestand. Two and seven, I believe. And we all said, that's it. They're done. They come back, right? The Houston series, same thing. Bullpen's terrible. Three games. That's it they're done. And we're saying the same thing or some, or or lots of folks are saying the same thing now, and that's the difference. These guys, they're resilient enough and they have enough starting pitching, which is not much, but they have two guys that can win games. and So, so we have, in the first half of this year so far, basically buried them three times. I don't think they're going to be buried. That, however, doesn't mean that the smart play uh, from the people that run this franchise won't be to look at a guy like Irv Santana and say okay, yeah. is it best to proceed with him going forward or if we can get what we want in July do we trade him if we do there's going to be pushback there but that doesn't mean it's not the smart move I would go the other way
1: I would add pieces to this team right now and here's why you talked about we buried him three times and I think that those were all three premature I think you might have buried him I wasn't bearing wait. Judge
0: jumped to a negative conclusion about a local sports team before the rest of the masses did. Af- hang on a second. After oh, after, after the on.
2: two and seven homestand, the question on this show that I believe was presented by my partner was: Will the Twins be in first place again? And he was which just setting time, you up, and you, which took at the, the time break. seemed fair. <laughs> Which at the time seemed like a fair question. They were 27, right, I believe. So
1: you're, you're talking about the Twins like they're a terrible team. And what's interesting to me is that they are a terrible team at home. And I can't explain it. I don't understand why this is so different. But check out the stark contrast between how the Twins pitch at home and how they pitch on the road. I looked this up the other day. Uh, I actually... In the process of writing a column for five relievers that the Twins should trade for, which we can talk about that if you guys want to. In fact, yes,
0: let's do this first. Go ahead.
1: Let's talk about how bad their pitching has been at home. Uh-huh. For those that prefer ERA as a metric, 5.52 ERA at home. That's 30th in baseball. There are 30 teams in baseball. Thank you for that. That's o- a nugget, too. Opponent batting average. Yeah, I'm, that's what I, I bring the noise when I come on Mac and Judd. <laughs> opponent batting average. Pitching uh, against Twins pitchers at home 278 that's 30th in baseball again 30 teams in baseball if you prefer stats that are more all-encompassing offensive measurements like weighted on base average the Twins are 30th out of 30 teams Mm. in opponents Woba when they're pitching at home okay. Here's why it's interesting, because that totally flips on its head on the road. You're ever you're looking for a reason why they're better on the road than they are at home, it's because the pitching is just and night t- and day difference. And Tinder.
0: I think it's it's helping them get <laughs> to We've bed in an early hour this. like NBA players.
1: We've talked about this, but they let's just say opponent batting average on the road. Opponents are hitting two thirty four off twins pitchers compared to like two eighty at home. Mm-hmm. That rank weird. second. In baseball why is that why
0: they've also used adam wilk twice at home i think which might be the difference in the 50 it. points of batting average but, but it at, is interesting i looked at some yeah. of the
1: different starters they've had nick teppish adam wilk nick turley at home that's maybe that's a big difference only only one start combined between those three guys on the road but like it shouldn't be that stark opponents woba is 309 on the road that's sixth they're worst in baseball at opponent woba at home Sixth when they go on the road, and then their
0: ERA so let's just is more do, mid-pack. How about we do this so for this point going forward? Kenny Chesney concerts at Target Field, yes. and they just play the rest of their games on the road. You know road all these home the They're, trying to, yeah, they're
2: trying
1: to figure out how to make up all these home games for these rainouts and stuff with double. Head.
0: I say go play at their place.
2: Hey, we'll go give you the game on the road. That's fine. We'll give you the, that gate. We'll Maybe. be happy to forfeit it.
0: <laughs> Maybe, split we'll Maybe split the gate. Maybe split the gate That Take is amazing. I would think that the home performance is going to at least come back towards something respectable. you think. So. So, but can they? But then they, on the other side, can they sustain that good of road performance as a pitching staff that's largely mediocre? Also, we're two and a half months
1: into the season. When is this fabled regression coming? I, I've been waiting for it for about a month now, and I don't understand it. If anything, it's gone in the other direction. So I think when I look at the Twins and I see the road Twins, and I'm like, wow, that's a legitimate postseason caliber club. So you would start to add, though? I would add pieces to this team right now. No, I wouldn't trade... Mm-hmm top-end I'm not trading Royce Lewis. I'm not trading Nick Gordon. Right. I'm not trading Boreos. I'm not trading Kepler. But if you can trade some guys that are on the periphery, fringe pieces, like do what you always try to do in fantasy baseball, trade your bad players for good
0: players and move on up in this world, I think that's what the Twins should try to do this summer. All right. I threw out last week or two weeks ago some relievers and pitchers that I think could be reasonable targets. I want to see if your list okay. matches some of the ones that I threw out there. And think about this during the break, too. We did this a couple hours ago. If Major League Baseball had an expansion draft, Mike Rand, hat tip to him for throwing this talker out, and you had to protect or could protect 11 twins players throughout the organization. Oh. Which 11 would they be? And you have to protect Joe Maurer because he has a full no trade clause. All right. So Joe Maurer and which other 10? Wetmore hanging out with us. You know, Luther, Brookdale, Toyota, one of the cool things about my favorite car dealership and service department, 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard, they will buy your your used vehicle from you. And it doesn't just have to be a Toyota. Any make, any model, and Luther will buy your used vehicle from you. Uh, So... Just remember that your vehicle is in high demand, and uh, and it's in good hands with if you've been taking it to a good service department like the one at Luther Buckdale Toyota. But we're talking vehicles in all price ranges, top dollar paid, and you can find out what your vehicle is worth free in as little as 15 minutes. A professional appraiser will give you a no-obligation offer. No appointment necessary. You can just stop in anytime today or tomorrow, anytime this week. And if you're curious about what your vehicle is worth, Luther Brookdale Toyota will gladly provide you with the current market value. Then you can decide if you want to accept the offer. Uh, they'll handle all the paperwork for you. You can use that money for a trade-in, and upgrade. Uh, stop in on the corner of 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard or snoop around the website at LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. Mackie and Judd are back Play ball. on 1500. ESPN. All right, let's start with the five relievers you have written about that the Twins could potentially target to fix this dumpster fire of a pitching staff. <laughs> well, I mean, this all goes in
1: line with my idea that you don't have to spend a ton. I mean, some of these guys might be expensive in terms of a trade. I'll just be upfront, But others, like Philadelphia's Pat Neshek, might not be too expensive. You might be able to say, hey— mm-hmm. Aging reliever going into his walk year, bad team. You guys want to make a deal here? Bring Pat Nieshek home?
0: You wouldn't have to give up a whole lot there. He's 35 years old, and he's having a really good—he's been— He's been great. For the last five or six years, he's been really good. Even in the American League with mm-hmm. the Astros, he signed a three-year deal with the Astros. So he's had success in both leagues. We're yeah. talking
2: like a Class A prospect, something like that?
0: I mean— You I wouldn't be giving up Nick Gordon to get Pat right. Nieshek, so— Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't give up one of your top ten prospects to get Pat Nieshek. He's on my list, so I'd put him mm-hmm. on there. But then there are some other guys, too, like uh, the Reds are having a bad year. Drew Storen— Available, maybe. I feel like there's been Drew Starr and twins rumors for, for sure. three different, uh, his last three stops. He's
1: only 29. Wow, really? Isn't that kind of surprising? Man. He had 40 saves one year. And I mean, I i don't overvalue the saves. that in Washington? But, uh, he came up with Washington. remember him in Chicago,
0: too. He was with the White Sox company. Um, I, don't I think he's been with like four, four different times. teams now. He's, he's had injury issues. Okay, have, so to Drew go. In fact, have to go In fact, when this. the Twins, if I'm not mistaken, when the Twins traded for Matt Caps, I believe Drew Storen was the, was the uh, Nationals closer. I'd have to bring closer. that up. Why'd and have the, to bring and Matt the Twins Capps were on. rumored to maybe be getting Drew Storen in there. I think he went to the Blue Jays for a minute, so yeah, he's been all over the place. Yeah,
1: you're right. Uh, so anyway, if the Reds are looking to make a deal, I'd look at him, and if that's too rich for your blood, they got a guy named Blake Wood, who's supposed to sub-4 ERA right now, and... As I've said before, you're like the Vikings' offensive line. You don't need to go from worst in the league to best in the league. Yep. You just got to get better. It, to give this team a chance, you have to have a better bullpen. Another guy out west, the Padres, Brad Hand. Chaska guy, yeah. Uh, yeah he he's, might, having a,
0: he's kind of their—they've got two yeah, closers oh yeah. right now. He'd
1: be more expensive. Uh, but fix the bullpen, you know? Uh, it would probably take more than what it would take to get, say, a Pat Neshek, for example. But hey— Good relievers cost money; they don't come for free. And I don't, I don't know why. If you're the Twins, you'd necessarily have to wait till this offseason. You know what's uh, you'll fix the team.
0: Everything you said is correct, but it it says a lot about the state of your franchise coming into the season that you have to trade for non elite relief pitchers. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's one sure. thing if you have to make a trade for an Aroldis Chapman or Andrew Miller, a Craig Kimbrell, or somebody. Yeah. But if you're trading for seventh and eighth inning guys because you just can't develop them from within, but, you have messed up but your pitching. Pipeline. I agree. I
1: agree, hundred percent. But I will say that they may have changed their thoughts about how competitive this team was going to be. They might have said, we don't need a 7th and 8th inning guy right here. We'll let J.T. Chagua and Mason Melitakis and Jake Reed and all these guys sort of bubble up to the big leagues and see what we mm -hmm. got. And it's sort of gone sideways with all those guys from injury and ineffectiveness. And the Twins have been better than I expected them to be. So go ahead and plug those holes now that you maybe didn't anticipate plugging. How
2: how much would realistically fix you, though? So, like, if you go get Brad Hand. If you had an eighth-inning guy, I think you'd be I mean, a much better how, bullpen. So, so is Drastically better. Is that the answer, then, or yes. is that the, you go part from, of it, and then you still no. need somebody else? Get and, an
1: eighth-inning guy, and then we'll see where we're at. If you still have a bad bullpen, then you got the wrong eighth-inning guy. But if you pull Matt Belisle out of the eighth inning and plug in with a guy who could be your closer, okay. you've got a much better bullpen. It's I don't want to say night and day difference, because I think that's the... Kind of the stupidest label in sports, a night and day difference. But it would be the difference from like, you know, six AM to like six PM, you know, sunrise to sunset. (laughs) I think you're kind of just changing the dial a little bit. Uh if Brad Hand's too expensive for you, the Padres also have a breakout reliever. His name's Kirby Yates. He's having
0: a great season. Yeah, right now thirty seven percent
1: strikeout rate. And
0: for the Padres, it's really all hands on deck for that closer spot. Wow. Collar was, started it, and you guys are right, going to end it, are going to take that ball and <laughs> uh, run I, it. I, what about and this? I don't think this is going to happen because I think the Nationals get this guy. Corey Provis, we talked about this. I think he's right. But David Robertson with the White Sox? Yeah. You'd have so, to pay him a lot, but he really he is one of the 10 or 15 best relief pitchers in baseball, and he makes $13 million a year, but the White Sox don't need him for the next couple of years. There are a couple
1: guys in the American League Central that I thought would be interesting, but in this column I sort of went with the tried-and-true sports cliche, the lazy crutch of... Well, but you can't trade within the division.
0: Even though the twins traded Liriano I to totally the White Sox in a David
1: Robertson, run. Kelvin Herrera, even uh uh, who's the old Royals closer? Uh, Joaquin Soria is having a better year. Like there's some guys in I Central a, I I'd have, look at.
2: I think the issue with Chicago would, would be they would trade with you, but they would probably want too much back from you.
1: Everybody does. That's who cares. Every team's going to want to win the trade. No, no. If but you're the I'm, Twins, but I'm saying throw that out.
2: But but what I'm saying is if you're making a trade with the Phillies or Padres, no, I think you, you could probably give up what you want to. You're wrong. The White Sox. The <laughs> White Sox. So you're te- so you're I, telling me that, that I, I the white, with Derek So you're this. telling me that the White Sox yes. will give you this guy if you pay a salary, because no, we're talking no, about Class A. Possible. No, nobody would do that. No, what I'm saying is the White Sox That's are going to argument. The White Sox are going to ask for more than you want to give up.
0: Judd is saying that there's a tax for being in the division. I disagree with that. I disagree the White too. Sox are
2: going to look for more. I guarantee it.
0: Okay. okay, this is a dumb argument. Right. It can't be solved. We have okay. one minute left. Uh, I've got two more names for it if you want them. Give, we, give us the ten players you'd protect outside of Jomar. Who are All the right. ten most valuable players in the S- Twins organization? So I
1: only came up with ten.
0: Is that a problem? No,
1: it's fine. And secondly, would I have to protect a guy like Phil Hughes because he's on a long-term contract? No. no. Okay. No. Not a no-trade clause. That's, that's a Jason Pominville situation to me. He's not going to get taken. Yep. But Go Okay. Jomar, Miguel Sano, J.O. Boreos, Brian Dozier, Max Kepler, Royce Lewis, Fernando Romero, Nick Gordon, Robbie Grossman, wow. Irvin Santana, and I had to come up with another name because those are the only ten. I'm I'm cooling off on Jorge Polanco a little bit. I might grab a guy like this Draft's Wonderkin. Blaine and Low. Okay. my 11. So we're pretty play.
2: close. Um, you, you, I think, you just jumped at the shark on Grossman, my good man. I <laughs> well, like him, but sorry, dude. He's I'm
1: on not protecting 11. him. Robbie, he's, Robbie he's Grossman
0: on is one of the top on-base machines in baseball Watch right
1: this. There. Watch if the Twins fall out of it and they decide to trade Robbie Grossman. Watch them get a legitimately good player back in return. Good
0: for yeah. them if they do. Um, yeah, I, I would have put Gonzalez on there because okay. I want pitching, but sure. that's good stuff. Hey, follow Derek stuff on 15hardySPn.com and our Touch Em All podcast. Mackie and Judd, back tomorrow. See ya.